listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you for joining us again this week. We are so honored to have the opportunity to add value to you each and every week here on our podcast, Speaking with One Voice. Our objective is to help you to experience the best version of yourself every day in every area of your life by growing your leadership lid. I want to thank you for being a part of our One Voice family. And also, I'd like to thank you for following us on social media. If you're not doing so, please do so. At Rodney R. Payne, that's on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and YouTube. So go out there, turn your notifications on so you can be the first to know when we've got new information coming out. Listen, I'm, I'm really excited to offer today. Uh, we've got our newest book, Critical Decisions Made Easy. It's doing very well. Thank you all for uh, purchasing and going to Amazon and rating. If you've done that, if you have read the book, please go give us a rating on Amazon. I would be so honored to have your feedback on the book. I'm excited to share with you today that we have two upcoming in-person events, and I'd like for you to go to our website, RodneyRPayne.com, and there you can RSVP uh, for these events. We will be doing a book signing on uh, April 29th from 3 to 5, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the Full Circle Bookstore located at 1900 Northwest Expressway right here in Oklahoma City. That's Full Circle Bookstore, April 29th, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And then on May 13th, we're going to have a, a book signing party. We're going to do a book release party where we're going to have a good time. I'll sign some books. We'll hang out. We're going to be meeting at Unwind at 140 South Midwest Boulevard, uh, Unit D in Midwest City. That's on May 13th from noon to 2 p.m. And I want to see you there. I'd love to shake your hand and sign your book, of course, as well. So come celebrate with us as we are in the middle of our book signing tour. More dates and opportunities to come. And uh, if you have an opportunity for us where you'd like us to come and sign books for you, please let me know. We'd be happy to do that for you. But let me hop into today's topic. Today, I want to talk about safe relationships. What I've found in my over 30-year career dealing with leadership is that relationships are very critical. They can be seasonal, but what you want most is you want safe relationships. You want a place where you can go and you can feel confident that what you share will be kept in confidence and that the person you're sharing with has your best interest at heart. Uh, relationships take time to build. They don't just naturally happen. Sometimes you meet someone and you click, but for the most part, even when you, whatever the case may be, you're going to have to work through the relationship to get it to a certain level or to a certain point. So we talk about safe relationships. I'm talking about as a leader, who can you confide in? Who can you talk to? Can they talk to you? Uh, a safe relationship I'll tell you today a little bit later, but I just want to let you know, a safe relationship is never a one-way street. It's always difficult to have a one-way street for a safe relationship. You can play a specific role in a one-way relationship, but you cannot have a safe relationship unless there's some way that we have equity in that, and we're going to talk about that. So I want to give you four things to help you in finding and in living with safe relationships as it relates to your leadership processes. Safe relationships in an acronym form. First, the S stands for uh, safe relationships 
are special relationships. That's right. Safe relationships are special relationships. When I say special, it's of a distinct or a particular kind or a certain character. The challenge with relationships is usually one party in the relationship wants to give more naturally than the other one does. So there's usually an imbalance there. So a special relationship is going to be one that you can have common characters, uh, common integrity, common thought processes. They they will challenge each other, but but there's common compassion. When you are in a, a safe relationship, there's going to be a special bond there that's certainly not easily broken. Too many times we get involved with relationships that aren't safe because they're not special. Uh, there have been several relationships that I've experienced over my leadership career uh, that are one-sided. Either I cared more or I gave more in the relationship, or the other person gave more. So we weren't in sync. It didn't really work. Uh, it seemed like one person may have wanted it more than the other, or one person was more willing or prepared or to have a relationship. Because I'll tell you this, this is not one of your four steps, but if you don't, if you don't have a relationship where you feel safe, where you feel like you can truly be yourself, uh, that's what makes it difficult. Because we have to understand that these uh, distinct kind of relationship, uh, listen, I have... When you think of friends, friends are not uh, social media people who are on your page. Your friends are going to be a much stronger word. The friend is going to always be one that comes with love, with a love relationship. And so a friend is a very special person. And and this inner circle friend, when we talk about safe relationships, we're really talking inner circle. We get to that safe place. That friend does not question you in the moment of crisis, but they support you. And then after the crisis is over or at the appropriate time, then they will correct you. But in the middle of it, you can count on them to be a safe place and will figure out the difference. And, and see, that's the problem. It's a very high price to pay to be a special friend. It's very, very expensive. So that's why you don't have many friends. And that's why, because if you're going to have a friend, you have to be a friend. And to be a friend, it's a two-way street. So it's going to cost you and it's going to cost them. So you want to be real careful when selecting your relationships because a special relationship is very hard to find. They're very distinct. They're very particular, and they must be protected. When you have a safe relationship, you need to keep it. Okay, so safe relationships are special. Secondly, safe relationships uh, hold you accountable. Now, this is the part that we don't like. When it's a safe relationship, the relationship is not in jeopardy when one party holds the other party accountable. You expect your safe relationships to be places that will if you don't want to hear it so they can keep you out of trouble, keep you on the straight and narrow, help to manage you. Remember, these safe relationships are special. They know you inside out. They know who you are. They know your character. They know how you think. And so they're going to hold you accountable to a standard that they know you strive to achieve. So when, when we get into this accountability thing, that's really challenging for us because as leaders, we're usually the ones that are giving the orders, giving the instructions. But when you have a safe relationship, the other party in that safe relationship, you are answerable to them. You have to give an account of what you do. You have to talk with them about what you're doing, why you're doing it, how it's going. They can ask you questions and you make yourself accountable. You make yourself answerable to them. That's a choice that you make, my friend. It's not, we don't go in and say, if I'm going to be a special friend, you you got to, no, no. They, you develop this special relationship and over time, what happens is they will call you on things. They will check you on things. They will check your processes and ask about your character, ask about your content, ask about your intent. 
I've got a very, very good friend, and uh, we'll just call him KD. Uh, my, my very special friend, I mean, a brother of all brothers. I said something one time, and to not, I was talking to him. We were speaking about something else, and in that conversation, I said something that seemed pretty arrogant and seemed pretty rude. It seemed pretty, uh, you know, self-absorbed in how I said it. I didn't mean it that way, but it sounded that way. And so KD was willing to stop me in the middle of that conversation and tell me, listen, I know you don't like what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. You can't say that, and this is why. Now, a special relationship, you will listen to that counsel, and you will give that person the opportunity to shut you down, and you will answer for what you did or didn't do and get on the same page. That's what a friend, you want a friend that does that because if you want a relationship that where they agree with you all the time, which is what happens, it's hard to get the truth in some rooms because no one wants to offend the leader, no one wants to offend the boss, so to speak. But what you want to have is safe relationships with those around you. Not everybody's going to be a safe relationship. You don't need a bunch of them, but you do need some of them. You have to have a place to go to talk about what you're thinking, what you're doing, and you have to be answerable for that. So how do I answer? I give an account, yes, but I'm also willing to modify or to delete or, or something like that. I'll change my ways. I have a, a couple of mentors. One, as you know, is John Maxwell, and the other one is Gerald Brooks. And John and Gerald are friends. Um, Gerald was telling a story about uh, when John came to visit his church. And when John came to visit his church, he uh, J- John is, is, is Gerald's mentor. John told Gerald, stop doing that. You don't do that. Now, listen, that relationship mentor-mentee is a very close personal relationship, and Gerald's, Gerald's testimony is that when John said don't do it, he stopped and didn't do it again. Who in your circle can tell you no? Who can tell you to stop? Who can tell you that you're doing this the wrong way and you will listen to them and not argue with them about that? If you have no one in your circle that can tell you no, then you have no real friends, and you will be bound to get yourself in trouble because you have no real friends. Each and every one of us must be answerable. And I don't think that's for everybody, but it is for everything you do. And so you have to have a a relationship where you can receive that. That is the real. You have to have a relationship where you are answerable. Now, I talked about safe relationships are special, S. I've talked about safe relationships hold you accountable, A. But now we're going to get a little more intimate and personal. And this is where it can get a little bit uncomfortable for us as leaders. If you're going to have safe relationships, safe relationships must be fostered. They must be fostered. What I mean when I say fostered, to foster means to promote growth and development or to encourage. When you have a special relationship, they will not allow you the liberty to be satisfied with where you are when they know there's better in you. So they hold you accountable for what you say you're going to do, but then they challenge you to become who you say you want to be. They challenge you to become who they who you say you want to be. So again, accountable means I hold you answerable for that that you said you want to do. But now fostering this relationship, I'm holding you accountable for where you say you want to go. See, so when you 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 have to be willing to allow someone to come into your relationship, you grow it, you nurture it, you foster it to promote growth and development. So we grow as individuals, we grow in our relationship, we develop our people skills, and then we encourage. This is a big part of a relationship because when you go to someone and you are really struggling, you're at your most vulnerable place. 
When you have a special relationship, you can open up and share that with that person. That's why there won't be too many of these because some things you, you don't want to share with yourself, to be honest, but, but you have to, right? So when you add a person and have a relationship, you want that relationship to be strong enough to stand the storm. Uh, quite frankly, it's easy to find people who will follow you, people who will be fans of you when you're at your highest high. What you need are relationships with friends that are there with you at your lowest low and your highest high. If I only see you when I'm winning, that doesn't make you a friend. That makes you a fan. But if I can call you when I'm at my worst and you don't look at me differently, you don't separate yourself from me, but rather you encourage me and you look, you look to help me to grow and develop through the situation, now, my friends, we are getting somewhere. That is how you foster a relationship. So that doesn't mean you have to talk every Tuesday, every Monday, every, you know, but there ought to be regular intervals of communication and they can happen over a casual setting. They could be accountability sessions where we are accountable for each other. But what you want to do is invest in your relationships that matter. I, I would like to encourage you, if you have a circle of, of, it should be no more than three to five people and they may or may not know each other, but I want you to make it your business to have at least a coffee with one of the people in your circle every single quarter. You should make it a point, if they're in your inner circle, they get coffee or tea or whatever you want to do once a quarter, that you put it on your calendar, that you take the time. Don't you just get frustrated with yourself when you see someone who you value dearly and they are a friend for life. That's a great relationship. And you and when you see each other, you catch up like it was yesterday when you saw each other, but you hadn't seen each other in a long time. And then you leave saying, okay, this is not going to happen again. We have to do better than this. We got to do better, okay? We promise to do better, and then we don't. If the relationship is going to be special, it's going to have to be fostered. If it's fostered, then it's going to grow. When it grows, you're going to develop further in your area of leadership, and you're going to be encouraged and have someone to celebrate. Remember, remember my philosophy. I don't celebrate small victories, my friend. I celebrate all victories, and I celebrate victories with my team, with my the ones closest to me. Um, many of my clients, when they have a win, they call me immediately and we celebrate. Why? Because we've worked for this and our relationships are so close. We've worked hard for this and, and we fought through this and we had a plan and we had a strategy and we had some disappointments. We had some roadblocks in the way. So when we get the win, oh my goodness, when we get the win, we call and celebrate. It could be a quick text. It could be a quick call. It could be an air high five over the phone, but we're fostering that relationship so you can celebrate with them. And on the, and the same token, when they're grieving, you got to be available to grieve as well. Again, that's why you can't have too many safe relationships that are special like that because they cost you on both sides. Uh, safe relationships are special. Safe relationships hold you accountable. Facial, uh, safe relationships must be fostered. And finally, safe relationships must be equivalent. This I'm going to get a bit of, bit of pushback on but I want you to hear me out. Equivalent. That means that if you're going to have a truly safe relationship, you have to have equal value in the relationship if it's a safe relationship. Now, mentor-mentees are not always going to be on equal playing fields, right? Um, but if you have a relationship and you want it to be safe, they must be equal in value. There are many people that I coach and we have strong relationships, but we don't have safe relationships. I'm coaching them. I'm, they're not coaching me. So I'm getting their information. They're not getting mine. 
But then I have people that that coach me. Well, they're getting my information, but I'm not getting theirs. Uh, it's it's a safe place because I trust my coaches, obviously, but it's not this level of relationship. What happens is when you have a safe relationship, they're going to be equal in value. So what that means is if that phone rings at 2 a.m., no matter which end is dialing, the other end is answering and responding with help or, or assistance in the middle of whatever's going on. It's a two-way street. It is not the exact. It, it means that you are fully vested in the relationship, and you're going to do the same thing, and I'm going to do the same thing, and we're going to be there for each other. When you have an equivalent relationship, now it's really safe. If, if there are some people who you can talk to and they can help you, but it seems they're always asking questions and and prying into your business, but not willing to share their own, and, and they want to call it a relationship. Um, in my world, I call that you want me to be your science project. You want me to answer questions that help you gain some insight as to what you're looking for while not sharing about you. And that becomes a disingenuous relationship, and it's not safe. Because in that relationship, the one probing for information is going to harm the one that's giving the information because they were giving it in good faith and thought we were developing a relationship when in all, when in all honesty, we really weren't. Uh, that person is trying to get information. So you want to make sure that they're they're equivalent, they're, they're equitable, they're reciprocal. That's what a safe relationship is. A safe relationship means that you will do for me what I will do for you and neither of us will ever uh, hold each other um, uh, responsible for that. I've got a few relationships that we never we never consider if we have our wallet because if we're no matter who's there with you, I know that one of us will pay the bill and sometimes we have to fight over it. I know that's a small example, but when you know someone is there for you, it doesn't matter. You feel safe because they don't feel like they always owe you. You don't feel like you always owe them. We are in this thing together, and we are made to be a communal people. We are made to have relationships, but understand every relationship is not created equal. You have to know the difference, and I want you to identify your safe relationships. Identify them. Once you identify them, remember, my friends, those relationships that are safe, they are special. They are sacred. They have their very own distinct and particular kind of character. That's what they are. Not only are they, are they special, safe relationships are accountable. You become answerable to that other party. No matter what the case may be, you have given them the access and the right to tell you no or to tell you to get up and go based on what you decided in your conversation. Then your safe relationships, they must be fostered. Why? Because if you don't invest in the relationship to grow the relationship and develop the relationship when you need the relationship, it won't be a safe place. Your safe place ought to be there to encourage you as well as hold you accountable. And finally, we learn that safe relationships must be equivalent. They must be equal in value. You must value me as much as I value you. There are no questions about it, no ifs, ands, or buts, because this is a safe relationship. Listen, you are listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. I want to thank you. Uh, Remember, uh, I want to tell you one more time, April 29th, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., Full Circle Bookstore, we're having a signing, a book signing, our new book release, Critical Decisions Made Easy. Get your copy. You can get it at RodneyRPayne.com. Or Amazon, you can go and get it there. Either way, we'd love for you to get it. We'll have books there available on that day to purchase. I will sign those that day. Then on May 13th, we're going to have a book release party at a location, uh, Unwind, 
at 140 South Midwest Boulevard in Midwest City, Oklahoma. And it's on May 13th from noon to 2 p.m. Uh, I want to celebrate with you this project. I've got another project on the way. Be on the lookout for a project coming soon called Every Man Needs a Six-Pack. Should be releasing around the Father's Day time period. So look forward to getting that resource out to you as well uh, as we continue to do the things that we do here. Our job, our goal, our aim is to add value to you each and every week. Add value to you and your leadership team so that you can grow as a leader and reach your full potential. That's what we look to do. We want you to experience the best version of yourself every day in every area of your life. So make sure you find your safe relationships. They're special. They hold you accountable. They must be fostered and they must be equivalent. That's what you want in a safe relationship. Listen, it's been my pleasure pouring to you and I hope you enjoyed your time this week. Listen, you're listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach. Until next time, let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments subscribe to the podcast we'd appreciate that as well don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released as always use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts on behalf of Rodney Payne thanks again for listening to speaking with one voice